Today on episode 140 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, I recently came across a couple of really cool tools for your computer that might come in really handy when you need them. So today's the day I bring them to you. Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Welcome to The Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and I'm here every Monday morning to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And I do that without all the technical, computer, geeky language, so I think you're going to like it. And if your computer has a problem, I can help. I've been doing computer repair since 1999. That's a long time ago. And in most cases, I can fix your computer remotely so you don't even have to bring it into a shop. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's computer tip can be seen at my website at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 140. So let's get started. Today I have a couple of great things to show you. Now they're, they're not actually related to each other at all. They're just a couple of things I found recently that I might use. And actually the second one I'm using just about all the time now. So when I find things like this, my first thought usually is, hey, I have to tell my podcast listeners about this. So that's where we are today. And actually my original plan was to bring you three things in this episode. But as I started using the third one, turned out to be pretty crappy, so I knocked that one right off the list. Anyway, the first tool I want to tell you about is a simple countdown timer. The idea of a countdown timer is not new. If you go do a search for one, you're going to find lots of them, mostly in software sites like download.com, where you, you might actually get the software you were looking for, but more likely you'll get all kinds of malware and viruses that come along with whatever you actually wanted to download. And there are some websites that with a timer right on the site that you can use if you trust that website. But this one is even easier than all that. There's nothing to download or install, and you don't even have to go to any website that you haven't heard of before. All you have to do is a Google search. Try it out. Do a Google search by typing in the phrase, Timer One Minute. And it doesn't matter if you use the number one or if you spell out the word one, O-N-E, when you do that Google search, you'll see the first result right at the top of the list is a countdown timer. And it's already counting down for you. When it gets to zero, an alarm will sound off. It's kind of like the sound that a, a digital alarm clock makes. Of course, you have to have your speakers on in order to hear it. Now, I just used the one-minute timer as an example. You can put in any number of minutes or even a longer time, like several hours, I think the longest that it will go is 23 hours in countdown mode. So what would you use this for? Well, for me, I use it to time my computer breaks, my work breaks. A lot of days I spend hours at a time at my computer, and it's a good habit just to take a break. But the problem with a break is that I start looking at Facebook or YouTube, and before you know it, my 10-minute break has turned into a 30-minute waste of time. So when I take a break, I just start the countdown timer for like 10 minutes, and I know I don't even have to worry about trying to keep track of the time because that alarm is going to tell me when I need to get back to work. 
you really could use it to time just about anything, wherever you have access to a computer. Now, the second tool I want to tell you about today is called Video Blocker. This is a really great thing, and I love it because, for me, it solves a specific problem that has to do with YouTube. You know how you go to YouTube, and I'm assuming when you go to YouTube, you probably always are already logged into your YouTube account or your Google or Gmail account, which are really all the same thing since Google owns YouTube. But when you first go to YouTube, the front page is full of YouTube videos that YouTube thinks you will want to watch. And they figure this out based on what videos you've already watched recently. So if you've recently watched a bunch of videos of like military people surprising someone when they come home early, you know those videos, right? I hate it when someone sends me one of those to watch because once I watch one, then I see another one and I end up getting sucked right into an hour of watching those videos because they're so great to watch. Anyway, if you watch a few of those, then you go back to YouTube the next day, guess what videos will be right there on the front page for you to watch? More of the same. YouTube has just about an endless supply of them and they're going to keep feeding them to you because they want to offer you what they think you want to see. And for the most part, that's okay. The problem comes up when you watch a video that is not one that you would normally watch. Like, for example, my dad sends me a link to a video and he tells me, Hey, check out the car in this YouTube video. This guy is fully restoring a 1957 Chevy, and it's just like the one I had when I was a teenager. So I go and watch the video. But after that, when I go back to YouTube, they're pushing videos at me about old cars, instructional videos about car restoration, maybe some documentaries about collectible cars, all that stuff. And I really have no interest in any of that. But those are the videos that are on the front page when I go to YouTube now. YouTube does have their little link that I can click on that says not interested, and that's supposed to tell them to not show me those types of videos anymore, but for some reason that has never really seemed to work for me. They just keep coming back. Well, that's where Video Blocker comes in, and it's free, of course, and it's a browser extension that works with both Chrome and Firefox, and I believe it also will work with Opera if you use that. If you use Internet Explorer, it's not an option for you but you're probably used to that. When Video Blocker is installed, you can go to YouTube, and if there's a video that is just obviously outside any of your normal areas of interest, you can do a right-click on that video thumbnail and choose the option that says Block Videos from This Channel. And like magic, you won't see any more videos from that particular channel anymore. So instead of always being offered the videos that YouTube wants you to watch, you can instead see the videos that you are actually interested and want to watch. You know, I really love customization. And this is a great example of using the technology that we have available to customize something to just the way I want to see it. Now, to get Video Blocker, you can either use Google Chrome or Mozilla Firefox and just do a Google search on the phrase Video Blocker. And when you see the search results come up, be sure you click on the right one. Because if you're using Chrome, it's the one at the Chrome Web Store, which is at chrome.google.com. If you use Firefox, it's going to be listed under Add-ons for Firefox, and the website is addons.mozilla.org. Now, these will usually be the first two things that come up in the Google search anyway. But be careful, because otherwise you could end up on some crappy malware site and get a lot of stuff on your computer that you don't want. 
And now, since it's the third Monday in April, I'm about to enjoy watching the 2015 Boston Marathon. Actually, I'll just have it on here in my office while I work on fixing some computers. So if you found either of these tools to be helpful or time-saving, please do me a favor and leave me a rating on iTunes. That's how they promote this podcast more, so that means more people can find it. And of course, if you have any comments or questions or suggestions, I would love to hear from you. You can leave me a voicemail on my podcast voicemail line at 727-386-9468, or you can email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And that's going to do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless.